When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to John Boy and Jake Radio. Today is November 7th. We've got a lot of good stuff to talk about. The Yankees re-signed CC Sabathia. The Mets say Tebow may start. Rangers had a nice comeback, and Duke is uh, crazy good or bad, no matter which way you look at it. Let's get into it. Little Shakira, Shakira to start the show on Women Wednesday. Jake, you a big Shakira fan? Not as big as you. You're, uh, I was going to say creepy, but you love Shakira. (laughs) I'd say creepy. I used to watch that one music video just on repeat. Yeah, I think it is creepy. Um, But at the same time, she's one of the few people in the world that I think you could say she's like tantalizing. Like ooh, you, ooh. like you go, you go into like a a glaze when you watch Shakira. Yeah, it's a lot going on. Hips don't lie, but you're a big fan of She Wolf. Where I I'm not a big fan of She Wolf. Huge fan of She Wolf, only because it's one of the best songs ever made. <laughs> well, I don't know. Like, uh, there's this like three second video of Shakira like. Um, swinging a golf club at a driving range and like, or she's playing golf. It's a video of Shakira playing golf. It's like 30 seconds. And that endeared me to her and like made me fall in love with her. And I don't know why. How about that? This is so uh, simple. Married to soccer star Gerard Piquet, your boy. Yeah. But then made that video with uh, Rafael Nadal when they're like yeah, super tough. sexual. That's the video I used to watch all the time. Just, I, I think she's, I think she's beautiful, Jake. Yeah, she is. She is, she could let it rip too. English, Spanish, she's she's a performer. But your love mostly comes from a creepy level. Yeah. I think I'm over it, but at one point it was pretty creepy, yeah, for sure. I'm not, mm. gonna, I'm not gonna deny that. I remember like showing like people that video and like I love this video and they're like, yo, dude. Yeah. Can't it's, be, it's two in the afternoon. I'm not <laughs> sure why you're showing me this. <laughs> uh how you doing today? Good? Having a good day? I'm good. I'm excited to see. I mean, Tuesday's over, so it's all up from here. But I, I'm, I'm excited to see what the world throws at me today. This building. The, it's, the building is alive. I watched the spooky TV show that the house is alive and killing people. Now my own building is trying to attack me in different ways. So I'm, I'm excited to see what it is today. If it's a window crew, if it's a cleaning lady. Maybe my dog just goes for the jugular. Yeah, I, I want to update people because I was talking with my dad and, and he thought maybe you were in like a conference room that you weren't supposed to be in two days ago when you got kicked out. No, and I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> you can tell him if you want. The cleaning lady came yeah, in. It's like it, it's a part of my house. It's an extension of where I live. You live in this apartment complex and you have access to these 
uh, like different offices and rooms and such. And I, I took, there's like a multimedia room with a large TV in it. So, you know, I kind of throw sports on in the background there just in case anything big comes up and I can throw it in there. But yeah, the cleaning lady came in. It's a sweet woman. She's just trying to do her job and she was told she had to clean that room. So she started shuffling around chairs and stuff and I was kind of giving her the like, the look like I'm clearly doing something live right now and like I kind of can't have this going on around me. Um, and then she kind of gave like an okay, okay, but not okay look. And then she left and she came in and she just started vacuuming. And I was like, hey, look, luckily it's kind of me and we're, we're doing what we're doing. But if it was someone doing a job interview or someone doing something important, like they would have freaked out on that lady and rightfully so. So like I... And I'm not this guy, but I told the desk, I was like, yo, I just got kicked out while I was doing work. Uh, <laughs> like, no bueno. And, I had a uh, microphone like, in front of my face, and she just turned on the vacuum. Yeah, like, <laughs> like come live on. video with a microphone going on. And, and they were like, yeah, we are sorry about that. That shouldn't be happening. And I'm like, I know that, and I, I know every intention was good. It was just lost loss of common sense while trying to do her job which is fine and then yesterday um you know i sent you the picture and you laughed uh like I, not like someone just coming by and cleaning the window there was like a rig like attached to my window so i'm i'm excited to see what today brings cleaning lady window cleaning vacuum window washer yeah we'll see what today brings and then we'll all be very sad for you just uh, maybe tomorrow's story will dog bites man by the jugular and that'll be your opener tomorrow and I won't be here. Cool. That was a fun story yesterday. Guy got his dick bit off um, and eaten by his dog. Anyway, around the tri-state area sports, Jake. If, you, if you're a new listener, the first half is sports, second half silly. Uh, we got around the tri-state because we are uh, we're from there and then and uh, and then national storylines. But I'm going to open this up, Jake, and I'm declaring this podcast if you listen to john boy and jake radio you can go tell your friends you listen to a ccsu basketball podcast yeah so Big c- time. congrats and central connecticut state university beat those nerds at is it did they play harvard or hartford 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 <laughs> I, saw, <laughs> I saw that yeah uh, no, they, they beat Hartford, which I think they open up every year with that game or they have in recent years. I went and, to both uh, those schools. Yeah. That's like, that's a big game for you, Jim. We might well, have to make that like an event. Well, we're not going to delve into it, but CCSU blue devils beat Hartford. They start their season off, right? Their senior guy, Tyrod or whatever his name is, got 30 points. So now just, just let it, if you listen to this, you root for the blue devils. So there you go. Yeah, and it, it, if some dots that people might actually understand or care about, they, they hired Danielle Marshall, former NBA great uh, and UConn great, to be their head coach. First year they went 6-23, and 23, last year 14-18. and 18. So this year I think we get north of 500, ranked 6th in the NEC, Northeast Conference coming in. So I've got big things. This is a huge game. Hartford CCSU Central goes on to play Georgetown, which – might not be as pretty. No, no, it'll be great. Oh, it'll be great. All right. Dude, they've got a lot of real games this year. They're playing Virginia Tech, who's ranked 15th. They've got Providence, Oregon State. Uh, so, yeah, CCSU's back. Well, they have this senior guy, and I, I'm blanking on his name even though I just looked it up, but he 
I think he's good. I think I. I mean, isn't it Tyler Cole? Cole World? No, not him. If well, he's preseason All NEC team, so yes. <laughs> well, no, they got this the senior um, who dropped thirty last night, and I think they want to get him like eyes on him. Cole, is that what you said? Yeah. <laughs> yep. I th- I had it all mixed up, but uh, <laughs> yeah. I was listening to a video of him, and he was like, "Yeah, I want to take this team to the NCAA tournament." So I can get more eyes on me. <laughs> I'm like, oh, dude, don't say the second part. Come on. No, I like that. Get the eyes on you, Tyler. Yeah. If you, C- CCSU's last time at the big dance, they played Ohio State and Greg Oden. So, uh, if, if, yeah. C- if CCSU it, makes it, if they win their conference, we have to go to the game because we're a CCSU basketball podcast now. Yeah, done. I'm there. Cool. All right. It's it's awesome because when we went there, we didn't go to a single game. I went to one or two. Nice. No football games. No, that would be terrible. All right, the Rangers had a crazy comeback. You see anything, any of this, Jake, or do you want me to just want me to just lay it on you? I heard about it, but baby girl laid on me. I had a buddy at this game. Oh yeah. All right. So they're down three to one, and then down three to two, um, uh, and it was tied with like two minutes left. But I will say this about this game: the Rangers are finishing. The business, if you watch Mighty Ducks 2, they're cleaning up the garbage. Maybe that's Mighty Ducks 3. I think it's Mighty Ducks 3 because they finally get a coach that teaches them the fundamentals. Right. O'Brien. O'Ryan, sorry. Anyway, uh, Hayes had a good game, couple assists, but there are a lot of rebound goals. And then uh, Pionk, which is a silly name, mm. had a men's league coast-to-coast goal that's pretty wild you should watch the highlight of it like starts at his own net does a spin move to get around a guy just skates it down sidesteps a guy and then puts it in for the go-ahead goal with like i don't know two two minutes and something left and then uh my dude zibby goes ahead so this is a good game the the rangers now won four in a row and it's uh you're not they're not supposed to be winning they're supposed to be rebuilding they won four in a row and they look good the beginning of the season the first couple games they couldn't finish Yesterday, they had a bunch of, like, I think three of the five goals came off rebounds or, like, tipped pucks that they hung with. The first goal, like, he tried to pass it, it hit the defender's skate, puck came back to his feet, he kicked it out for the easy goal. So they're uh, they're looking good. Yeah, tied, tied for the second biggest win streak in hockey right now with those Calgary Flames. Uh, yeah, man, I... They're a win away from being above 500, and uh, look at I in the playoffs again, Jimmy. It's early. We'll we'll see. No, and, is this and sustainable? Re- it doesn't matter. Record doesn't matter. It's just like play matters, right? So, f- for that's good. Yeah, and you, if goalie gets hot, they have a goalie. So yeah, we're dead in the water. To now we're I'm I'm looking at the the playoff standings in hockey, which had me a little dizzy. But yeah, cut. A couple more wins and, hey, go to the playoffs. We like that. Yeah, half the league does, so who cares? Yeah. Just go. Uh, Brody Brody Van GM of the Mets. Yeah. He said that Tebow has a chance to crack the opening day roster. Um, yep. I don't know. I I heard that. I read that Brody used to be Tebow's GM or be Tebow's agent. Do you know that? Have yeah. you seen that? It, he did? Yep. Like, this is so... What a fucking circus the Mets invited into their building when they should be doing the complete opposite. Start Tebow. I will say this, Jake. If Tebow is on the Mets, 
I will tune in for every at bat. Right. It'll be almost like Bartolo Colon status. Or like I just need to watch this at bat because it's going to be so interesting. Yeah, I wonder. I I think if he if they actually played him in the major leagues, I just had a, <laughs> I just laughed because I brought up Tebow's baseball reference and it said he was born in the Philippines, which I know, but it just <laughs> caught me by surprise. Um, his numbers in Double A weren't terrible last year, but he's six years older on average than competition, um, and his numbers weren't great either. So I don't know, man. I just think yes. Uh, it would be entertainment, absolutely. But at the same time, we're baseball guys, and I think you're you're basically <laughs> you're looking at your minor league prospects and giving them the middle finger. Um, yeah, man. That's well, I mean, tough look at me. this. Look at this. Uh, fall ball five three eight OPS. <laughs> um, A plus ball six sixty four. Uh, single A six forty eight, double A seven thirty four. So I mean, the OPS just gets better with every league. He just rises to the talent. You throw him in the MLB, he'll be at eight hundred OPS, no problem, no questions asked. Seems like a no brainer. I I don't know. It's like outside perspective would be cool. Let's see it, Mets. Show show us your dick. But is there any Mets fan that's rooting for Tebow to? like crack the roster and like be doing what he's been doing anarchists which are probably most Mets fans right I don't think I think Mets fans hate this you, you have to hate this if you're actual a, Mets fans yeah, yes. yeah actual Mets fans yeah um yeah that's it's tough good even good. saying that why would you say that why don't you dance around that question like <laughs> start the year in AAA no one has qualms with that actually People. Nobody tells Brody Van Wagen what to say, Jim. Jesus. And then another baseball news. Uh, the Yankees re-signed CeCe Sabathia, which we're not going to go into detail here because we're recording Talking Yanks tonight, which we're going into great detail. But we're both happy about it. I'm happy about it. Yeah. The big man. Just wants to win, baby. Wants finishes like year that. in pinstripes. Love that. Cheap deal. Not going to inhibit the future at all. Cheap veal. Tebow, though. What are the Mets going to do, man? What are the, what's the Mets offseason plan? I have no idea. I, I, I don't know, man. It, I, I don't know why. I, the Mets are supposedly a big market team, and baseball free agency has been messed up now for a while. It feels like the Mets could pick up like decent free agents. I mean, there was times last year when their lineup looked horrendous. Um, and they came into last year with, like, the all-non-athletic team. Like, they just had these kind of bulky guys that kind of hit and play baseball, and then it fell apart. Um, after that, didn't they have an 8-1 and one start? And everyone was like, the Mets have it figured out. Todd Frazier said it was the best team he's ever been on. Everyone, uh, they were, like, 8-1. Yeah, so I don't know. Like, it, we're we're in this time where veteran free agents get signed to one year deals for cheap. Why not get some of the good ones? Bring in Daniel Murphy to play some first base, or bring in Neil Walker to to try to put a season together. Some outfield. I I don't know. You you're you're wasting this this pitching, and the pitching isn't that special. Like the starters are good. Your bullpen's been atrocious. And your hitting's been atrocious, so I don't know. Be less Mets. Be less Mets. B 
Be less Mets. I don't wish this or want it to happen, but DeGrom gets hurt in spring training. Be funny. No. They're pitching. really sad. I mean, their pitching is like they've been like, we're going to have the pitching. We're going to have the pitching. And then they once a year, one of them gets hurt. So be sad for baseball because DeGrom's awesome. Yeah. All right. Anything else? Knicks play tonight. We'll get into that later. The yeah, big think- the big story. You want to you want to tell us about it? Your favorite team, Duke? Yeah, the only co- so college basketball kicked off, which everyone knows because we already talked about CCSU. Uh, the Dukies, man, they were preseason number four, um, and they've got the all freshman thing that everyone's doing now. Uh, dude, they they might be silly. Um, R.J. Barrett's the number one recruit in the country. He goes for thirty three in his first college game, and it's not like Duke was playing. Uh, <laughs> I was I was gonna throw a college under the bus. I almost said CCSU. Um, it, they're not playing nobody. They played n- the number two Wildcats, who are supposed to be ranked above them, uh, beat them by uh, 34 points. I heard it was the uh, largest deficit of, um, of uh, blanking on his name, my neighbor's career. Calipari? Yeah, probably. Um, and yeah, Katie Sharp had a good stat. This is the first time this has happened to a top two team in forever or something like that. But uh, yeah, they had their their three main freshmen, uh, R.J. Barrett, Cam Reddish, and Zion Williamson. He's got Zion's got the name for it. Um, they combined, and and this was quick math this morning, but eighty three points. Um, that's out of the three of them. Uh, Kentucky Wildcats scored eighty four as a team. Uh, like these three guys could be the top five picks of the draft. They could be uh, just really. Really special. Zion is the one to circle because he's he has one of these LeBron type freak of nature bodies going. He was playing. He was a man playing with boys. Yeah, and that was so. It's kind of funny they turned that into a negative, like in his scouting reports and everything like that. Like this, once this guy plays against guys his own size, it'll come back. But it's like, okay, can can we say that about LeBron and other guys like that? Then. Like, how would you sort out <laughs> the good guys from the bad stuff? Like, that makes sense for me in Little League because I was the same size as everyone but decent at baseball. But then everyone got big and strong and well, flew past me. I understand it a little bit. Like, take this with a grain of salt because he's clearly playing big fish in a little pond. Like, he's clearly playing above his or below with guys like in a league below him. So right, but he's that's the not same to, age. I know, but that's not to say he won't be good in the NBA. But it's kind of say like, wait and see. Uh, it could level out a little bit because Isn't it crazy. Like they didn't say that stuff about LeBron though. Well, he never played in college. He went straight to the NBA. Right, right, right. But I'm saying that we had the same tapes of Zion in high school and all of that stuff, and then he comes out and that's what everyone's saying. And they just didn't say that about LeBron. I don't know. The guy, he's listed at 6'7", 285, and he's got bounce. Um, that's Judge's size. He's a freak. Yeah, that's that's a great call. He's, he's Judge's side, but he can jump through the gym. And it looks like his passing and rebounding and IQ and stuff is all there. So, uh, yeah, everyone, 
even after the one game, people like Bill Simmons are freaking out about him. And, oh, well, Zion Williamson, you don't see bodies like this a lot. So he's he's my number one, number two, number three pick. Well, all um, right. So if you're, if you're a New York Knicks fan, which you are, yes. you're trying to tank for a big lottery pick. Yeah. Are you taking Barrett or are you taking Zion? I mean, I want to see the body of the work. Cop no, after out. this one game. After this one game, who are you taking? After this one game... I mean, you take Zion just on pure potential. Um, yeah, he went 11 for 13 this game. In 23 minutes, he had 28 points. Uh, Barrett played the most minutes, the 32. Uh, he looks really good. He's another guy that, again, if you just photoshopped a uniform on him right now, they both look like professional players. Um, so, I don't know, and it's... I, we're going to have some juxtaposition here. Whoa! What's that word? Um, but yeah, Duke, like Duke could run away with, if, if these guys are legit, cause these are like essentially three NBA guys, like two of these guys would be getting actual NBA minutes right now. Um, on the other side of that, uh, number one, or what could be previously ranked number one, Kansas plays their first game. They blow out Michigan state and then Michigan state makes it a game at the end. Like they, they had it a chance to tie it, but they were down by 30 at some point. So it was really cool. But then at the same time, they never used their opportunity. So you're like, well, this sucks. This could have been a really good game, but it wasn't. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, back to Duke. Yes. Next, this Sunday. Sunday. They play Army West Point. Yeah. So do you think Army West Point was watching the footage of that game and, and just shitting themselves? No, they're uh, they were just watching Hoosiers on repeat. <laughs> uh, Run, well, play it again. What's the spread going to be for Army versus Duke? Oh God! Um, and and what would you make it? Are they going to? They might take it off the books. I would say probably fifty. That's what I was going to guess. Do you think Duke will beat them by fifty? Yeah. Yes, they just beat Kentucky by thirty. So maybe that was low. Maybe it's like sixty. What Let if, me see if I can get an actual number on if it. If West Point, if West Point keeps it within ten, you'll bathe in milk. Uh, no, I won't do that. Um, because that just doesn't seem like there's anything for me there. And Jim, the part that you could be missing is uh almond milk. Coach K, uh, he coached at Army, so maybe he goes total nice guy on on the cadets. You know what I'm saying? No, he can't. He's, he can't control his team. He's got freshmen now. He's got one and dunners. He's, he's got wow. no say. Coach K loses control. Headline. They Headline. Ha- they hate him now. They don't, yeah. We don't need you. You're just a gateway to the NBA. They'll blow it in the tournament. I might That's root what... for Duke just because how much you hate him. I don't like Duke. Dude, they're just uh, just a bad breed. <laughs> All right. Anything else? Uh, the college football rankings came out. Uh, I I noted this with an important thing on it, and I said nothing matters. Because, um, I mean, they'll still play out the games. Bama's out of control. Jim, oh, speaking of, speaking of spreads, um, they have the projected lines. Like, if, if Bama were to play Clemson, Notre Dame, Michigan in – in the championship game, yep. Um, you know, de- depending how the rest of the season plays out, but uh, 
So if if they play, if Notre Dame makes the national championship, what do you think the spread would be? Twenty-one. Yeah, Vegas has it at twenty-one. Nice. Uh, they look at you. Um, they they have Michigan at fourteen and a half, and they have Clemson at nine. So, and that's Las Vegas. They don't have a dog in the fight. <laughs> um, so yeah, really scary. I mean, at, people are trying to make a story out of if if Georgia can beat them in the SEC title game, then you're supposed to drop them. But like they're they're number one. They're so good. Uh, I don't know. It just I I hope to see them get a game at some point. Uh, they like I told you they beat LSU by 29 at LSU, and they moved LSU down four spots ahead of <laughs> like West Virginia, who's seven and one, and just beat a top ten ranked Texas team. So it's just Alabama's so good. Bama wins the national championship by 23. Duke wins the national championship by 31. Deal. There you go. Problem solved. Don't even need to talk about college sports anymore. We'll just wait till that happens to say, we told you so. That's how that Said works. it ain't so, I will not go. Turn the lights on. It's halftime, Jake. Halftime. It's halftime. You know what? And a little halftime aside here, I'm starting to realize why ESPN and all these daily radio shows just talk about nonsense. Like, they would have done the Tebow story for an hour or like good yeah. 20 minutes. I don't want to do that, but there's not a lot of sports all the time. Not a lot of sports all the time. That's why like, we're not going to do that. That's why I'm glad we do the silly in the second half. Uh, I think, you know, the Duke story storyline's fun. I watched the game, so that's good. The Brody saying the Mets is funny. There was, there was stuff to talk about, but your, your average ESPN radio show drags that out for so long. I mean, honestly, they're probably talking Yeah, They're talking Duke, Duke college football and Tebow. Like, that's it. Yeah. That's yeah. tough. It's brutal. You're definitely not getting any central talk. What's on? Oh, you could. I you don't could, know. As a joke, what's on your mind for halftime? What do, you, what do you need to, what needs to get off your chest right now? Oh. Heavy, right? Heavy, yeah. Um, Two cups of coffee in. I woke up early, got some stuff done. I don't know. That's you already double coughed? Yeah. It's wow. N- it's 9.50 here. Yeah. I'm I'm zero coughed. I'm pitching a shutout. Oh. Game on. Time for the real news. The real news that you share with your real friends at your job or whatever. Whatever. A teenager was slashed in a vicious attack at a Denny's with sporks. Now, she was really like attacked. Like they held her down and slashed the fuck out of her face with sporks. Yeah, it's a nightmare. It is it is a nightmare because, you know, that's sharp and plastic. The bad thing about this is you tell people what happened to you and no one's everyone's going to have that to hold in a chuckle because you have to use the term spork. Yeah, that's true. You should throw in that I was like at I was eating Leonner at Denny's and I was in a spork. Bunch of combo words. And then uh, what would you rather get attacked with, Jake? A spork? A knife? Or a spoon? 
Are they all? They're all plastic. Yeah, they're all plastic. I think I'm going knife one. Is that insane? No. Well, I, I'd go spoon one. I think spork is the worst. I think spork's even worse than a fork because a fork, there's so much bend because the prongs are so long that they might break. Right. But a spork, those things are tough. So I'm just I mean, worried about my eyeballs. I think you, I, the spoon and the spork can do some serious damage there. The knife, I think they're just trying to stab it. And I think if I even close my eyes hard enough, I don't think a plastic knife's doing damage. Yeah. I don't know. I've never... I knock on wood. Praise the good Lord Cheese and Crips. Um, never happened to me. What What year do you think the spork was invented in? The spork was invented... Uh, 20 AD. <laughs> no, no. Nope. <laughs> it's Come a on. little early. It's a little early. It was invented in 1874. Nice. By a doctor named Samuel W. Francis. What were you a doctor, dude? Doctor of cutlery? Samuel Spark. So the 18-year-old woman was hospitalized after receiving several injuries to the face by a group of women armed with sporks. Fucked up thing. She was dining at a 24-hour restaurant. Uh, it was in the Mission in San Francisco. Don't go there. Unless yeah. you want a burrito. She got involved in a fight with a group of at least four other women. During the fight, the teenager was held down by the woman who slashed her face several times with the plastic utensils and ran off with her cell phone. Her injuries weren't considered life-threatening. However, the suspects who please believe between the age of 18 and 20 still haven't been caught. Oh, we got some fucking sporkers on the loose. Yeah, I don't like that. This is a... this. We, we think they're kids? Is that what you just said? They're like 18 through 20, so yeah. Yeah. I think... Uh, yeah, I mean, a spork, a mass spork attack, I think you have to be that age. Um, it's tough. I thoughts and prayers. When, just, when this guy invented the spork in 1897, this is not his intention. <laughs> no, that's, I mean, you're right. It really, really, truly wasn't his intention. He just wanted, what is the intention of the spork? Like, what's the ideal food that you need to eat a spork with? I think the whole thing was it was supposed to be multi-purpose. If you need to stab something like a fork, you're good. If you need to scoop something like a spoon, you're good. Yeah, I know that. But what's your what's the most like? What's the food that you would be like? I need a spork with this. Maybe maybe a good a good soup or something. Just get it on you there. Could, you could you could get something on the end and then scoop up the soup part of it. I don't know. All right, I googled best food for a spork. Okay, and this is the credit. Is there any food for which a spork is the best thing to eat with? Okay. And it's uh, Reddit, so people all gave their answers, and then the top got crowdsourced up. Um, right. And the best answer is most stews. Most stews. Most stews. Hot chips and gravy. Gross. Mashed potatoes? Fuck, would you need a spork for mashed potatoes? Mac and cheese could be a good one. Yeah, I see the mac and cheese argument. I, I think that's been pushed by some of the chains through the years. But I've just never been like, hmm, I'd rather have a spork right now than a spoon or a, or a fork. Well, hey, I'm a big practice makes perfect guy, and if you don't get the experience with the spork, you're not going to demand it. <laughs> there you go. 
There you go. All right. Next story that, that we have from today. there And yesterday was full of stories. Today's not. Um, a Lafayette man was sent to the emergency room after a huge raccoon fell through his ceiling. I'm going to read you the tale how he says it, Jake, because this is this is horrifying. I, once I saw the tale, I knew I knew this is what the quote. This is why you picked the story. Um, I was awoken by some kind of scampering noise in the attic space directly above me. Before, no accent. Where's he from? Lafayette. Oh, no, I don't even know how. <laughs> I was awoken by some kind of scampering noise in the attic space directly above me. Before I could determine what was going on, and while looking up at the ceiling, both sheetrock and a large animal fell directly on top of me. (laughs) I jumped out of bed and turned on the lights. It was a large raccoon about the size of a medium dog. And there's a picture of him all bloody because it fell right on his face. Uh, I put on bulky clothing, leather work gloves, and started the process of closing the doors to limit where it could run. It took about 15 minutes to avoid the raccoon, close doors, and open the front door so it could run out. Once my left ear was cleaned, it was discovered that a piece of it had come almost completely off. It all could have been much worse. The raccoon could have scratched my eyes out of my face, or scratched my eyes from my face. I have five or six stitches in my ear, and it looks pretty gross, but I'm expected to make a full recovery. When I got home around 11 a.m., I checked my bedroom. There was, in fact, a large hole in the roof as well. So it had been raining for seven hours onto my bed and into the bedroom. So I next had to scramble to begin repairs. I have so many great neighbors. One put a tarp on a roof before it rained yesterday. Another brought me lunch. Another put me in touch with the company that started to work yesterday. Needless to say, my attic space will now be fortified like Fort Knox, though it may have gotten in through a weak spot in the roof. Either way, there is repair work needed. This is a nightmare, I will say, nightmare. The odds that it fell on top of his bed that he was laying in at the time is, I mean, you did you did someone dirty. There's someone out to get you. Something bad happened because that's that doesn't happen to a good guy. But, but when he talks about putting on extra clothes and leather gloves and, like, a helmet and a mask and then, like, playing cat and mouse with the raccoon, shutting doors and scampering away... That's a fun time. See, you say that. In your head, you think that's a fun time. But I've seen you in a scary house, and I know how you feel about rodents. So you'd be having a very bad time. Very bad time. But at the end, you think about, like, because, like, you're going to war. Like, at one point, right? you're like, all right. When I had birds in my house, I had one point, I, like, covered my face. I got a shovel, and then I walked into the room all covered up. Like, all right, I got to get this bird out of my house. So it feels cool for a little bit. You're like, all right, going to war. Me versus this raccoon. I got to outsmart it, and I got to protect myself if it attacks me. And you just switch that flip in your head. And that's a little bit fun, but terrifying at the same time. It's a feeling you don't feel a lot, which is you're ready to kill. <laughs> yeah. Our, our, our PETA listeners aren't going to like that, but you go into one of those situations knowing that if the if the raccoon or the bird or whatever it is makes a run at you, you've already given yourself the blessing that you're going to kill that animal. Yeah. And and what yeah, it's what when we lived in Australia, my family, there's magpie birds which they they'll poke your fucking brain out. They're dangerous, big black sure. birds. And one got into our house once I was playing roller hockey in the driveway and I it was in the garage and I skated to try and scare it out of the garage. It flew into the house. I was like, "Bird in the house." My mom was pregnant. 
So all we did was just we locked it in my sister's room because that's where it went and shut the door until my dad came home like hours later. So we were just like, yeah, birds in that room shitting out all over everything. My dad put on all of my street hockey equipment, like my goalie mask, my my catcher chest protector, um, hockey gloves and like the goalie blocker and had a hockey stick. And like it was like went for battle, like okay, me versus this bird. Uh, birds are scary because they can fly. Like a raccoon. Ooh, hot take. Rac- well, a raccoon can climb up you. I don't know. This was a big raccoon, medium sized dog. It's a fucking- you'd ra- you'd rather see a bird than a raccoon. Yeah. Your your little girl comes to you and says, "Daddy, daddy, there's a blank in my room. If it's if it's bird." You take a deep breath and you go, all right, you, you put on some of your old hockey gear, you take an extra sip of coffee, you get in there, you do the job. If it's a raccoon, you're, you're in a tough spot. Uh, yeah, a raccoon, like it climbs up you, it starts, oh, fuck, dude, you, I'm just getting shivers thinking, <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't do that. But there is a moment where you're like, I'm going to war with this raccoon. And then you right. go to the hospital and then you come home and find rain all over your bed. Like you and the bird, you'd have some fun. You and the raccoon... I think there'd be like a serious movie scene, tear coming down the eye moment. Like, I have to do this for my daughter now. Yeah. Oh yeah. Once you're a dad and you have kids, like it's much different. You have to protect your kids and all that shit. I'm hoping. I hope I become a little more, you know, fear less fearless when I have to protect kid, my children. Because right now, like Luke, my little brother, kind of like I don't care. Right. Like, whatever you like, you'll you... probably just you'll just probably call me and Luke up from your basement where we're living. Yeah. And we'll we'll come eat the raccoon or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Next thing, Jake, this happened at the Milwaukee Bucks game. So I'm going to sure. do it to you. You have 30 seconds to name as many cheeses as you can. I'll give you 10 seconds to prep. I don't know if the prep's going to do much for me. Are you ready? I guess so. Well, I, I'm going to I'm going to cover cover some boundaries i guess on your mark get set go like does mexican cheese count sure sure taco cheese four cheese uh provolone american swiss cheddar um god i have no idea uh what's what's all that shit on charcuterie plates um you know uh tasty cheese uh smelly cheese foot cheese um a, a booger that comes out of your nose and you think it's cheese. Uh, I don't know, man. So, I, I'm seconds. not a big cheese. I'm not a big cheese guy. Okay, I, I like, you got five. I like my cheese how I like my women. American. You got um, five. Let's no. let's tune in to hear how the lady at the Bucks game did. Lombardi, American, Asiago, Barscapone, Buffalo, uh, smoked Swiss cream cheese, string cheese, uh, cottage cheese. Um, Brie, Feta, Goat, Munster, Colby Jack, Colby, Pepper Jack, I don't know. (laughs) She named 27 in 30 seconds. Some of those sound like horse shit. Yeah, well, like string cheese and um, there's another one that was kind of real. Cream cheese? Yeah, cream cheese and string cheese, I think, are skeptical. I guess that counts. I... There was one other. Asiago, is that a cheese? Yeah, it's a good cheese. Asiago I bagels. It's just a fucking bagel. Yeah. Well, it's Asiago cheese melted on top of a bagel. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's good. 
cheesy bagel. I, I've seen it not on. Ah, all right, I'm I'm gonna have to do my own research on that. You have a favorite cheese? What's your favorite uh, cheese I, I for ma- a sandwich? American. Oh, I haven't had American cheese in a long time. Yeah, I'm, I'm out on American cheese. I like Sorry. I like pepper jack or provolone on sandwiches. I don't like Swiss cheese. And uh, goat cheese is fantastic. Goat and brie, love those. Mm. We do. Yeah, I don't. I don't do enough. Well, no, I I take that back. Cheese, cheese is tough for me. Uh, that goes into almost a snack I can't have in the house. Like I can't just have a nice like cheddar block or a nice block of cheese that you put on crackers. Because now you're giving me two snacks that I have no control of. I yeah. don't. I have no control of crackers. I have no control of cheese. You combine them, I'm basically ruining every meal, and I'm extremely unhealthy. We did a blind taste test with cheeses way back in the day. I'm going to Google it and see if my video comes up. Um, nope. Wow. I've lost my... Oh, yeah, it comes up. Blind taste test cheeses. We did pepper jack, gorgonzola, goat, blue, feta, cheddar, Swiss... Sonoma Jack. Blue cheese is pretty ridiculous, huh? You like blue cheese? On certain things, it's fantastic. It's almost necessary with certain things. Other things, it's not good. I got blue cheese burgers. You're like, wait, this is disgusting. Blue cheese burgers are good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dipping wings in blue cheese? Yup. Yeah. I'm a blue cheese over ranch guy. Okay. I don't really like ranch at all. But goat cheese won the blind taste test. Really? Okay. For me, yeah. Go cheese. Monster cheese, I haven't heard that mentioned yet. That's pretty famous. Yeah, um, she said it in her video. Goat, I liked her Wisconsin accent. Goat. Oh, yeah. Hey, remember in college when you would give me a uh, phone number and I, we would call it up, and then you had yeah. to guess where the person lived in America? Like, you would just give me an Idaho phone number, and I have to, I'd have to talk to them long enough to guess their accent? No, I don't remember that part. I just remember the local ones. Oh yeah, we would do our friends, and we did we did different places. Too. I remember talking to someone. We would, we would give you we would give you <laughs> some of our friends around campus that you didn't really know, and we'd have you prank call them, or our landlord, or Ken's mom. It wasn't really a prank call. It was just I would call them and have to keep the conversation going until I figure out who I was talking to. Right. We had well, actually this this is fun. We one one of our uh, one of our roommates in college, uh, a mom that cared about him a lot, as as all moms do. Uh, to to some uh, ostentious degrees, I don't know what that word means, but I want to say a word that wouldn't offend anyone. Um, but basically, we were in the time in college when people were getting every, people had cell phones, and it was like you you didn't need a house phone anymore. It was it was kind of I don't want to say revolutionary, but like if you were to buy a house, it would have been the first time people were like. Yo, I don't think we need a house phone because that's not how the world works anymore. Yep. But that was a big change for people. Um, so we were getting our TV and internet package in the house, and they had like a triple play deal, which was house, internet, and landline. <laughs> so the mom got the landline because she wanted a way to call him at all times. <laughs> so we we used the landline was just basically turned into a prank. And the the kid had a cell phone that was on him at all times, so it just turned into a prank prank phone line, which was which was fun. Or call the bar and say, "Hey, how many people are there right now? If we come, yeah. are we losers?" Yeah, 
It's 10.30. Is it going to be a busy night or not so busy night? Ostentatious, characterized by vulgar or pretentious display, designed to impress or attract notice. Yeah, no, I mean, that that word didn't fit at all, really. But uh, I don't know. It, uh, they were over the top sometimes. Uh, but good people. Yep. So I was going to say maybe we do that. We just call people on the on the radio show from a different area code and just wish them a fantastic day, and then we get some regional accents onto the show. Yeah, if, if that's if you think that's where your heart wants to go with it, I'll, I'll never stop you. Hey, I uh, just wanted to say we hope you have a really good day here and have a good day. Is that a rude call? They'd probably be like, what the fuck? Something's happening. Something's happening. What was that? Yeah, you'd probably be, if someone called you and said that, you'd be on edge the whole day. Yeah, it's true. It's yeah, kind of messed up. That's all for the that's all for the real news. It's a lighter day, but we got some Twitter questions, Jake. Uh, yeah. Do you see them all here? You choose one. Give me one. Ooh. My T Q O T D uh, outfit of the day. Same shirt from yesterday. Thank thanks for listening, Money Manzel. Um. Let's go. Hmm. I. I this is a big one for me. This is more important than the first one. Best breakfast, Sammy. Sammy. Um, that's from at Pat Mac 06. What's your go-to breakfast sandwich? I'm a sausage on a breakfast sandwich. I'm a, I'm a sausage, egg, and sneeze. Um, and I, it does let my mood play in, and it depends on the bread. Sometimes if you're getting a big bagel, you can't have a big hunk of sausage in there. That becomes too much. Now your bites are thrown off. Um, there's a place in Denver that I like that they also put cream cheese on there. So you can walk out of there with a bagel, cream cheese, egg, sausage. You want to throw a tomato on there? You're feeling a little flirty today. You could do that. Um, it's a lot. It, it becomes a full meal really quick. But I, if, if I'm at a, if I'm at a breakfast Sammy place that I don't know the rules, I'm going with Probably their most basic bread. The bread is just a, a passenger or a, a, a vehicle. The bread is a vehicle for me. And then I want egg, cheese, and sausage. Nice. Um, are there, are there like, ham, egg, and cheese, bacon, egg, and cheese easy to find in Denver? Because out, More or less, out in yeah. California, they're, they, that's not even like the term they would use. Like they would say, you wouldn't say ham, egg, and cheese, bacon, egg, and cheese like you do in the East Coast. That's just right. known, and you can get them anywhere. Like you could say that, but it's not, it's not the the term. It's not the like the set vernacular like it is out east. Right. Um, that was my my sister's biggest thing when she moved to San Francisco. Like how hard it was to get a good like just a quick good breakfast sandwich for cheap. Dude, one of one of my I, I lived in Dallas for a little bit, and I lived with a couple meatheads there, and. Uh, one of the guys, he's funny. He's a character. He's a like CrossFit trainer. Played football at Penn State. Like one of the nicer guys you'll ever meet. Uh, get, gets lost in the air sometimes. But uh, he, uh, one morning we're just doing the hungover BS and recapping, and I, I just, I just dropped something, and I was like, God, I would kill for a goddamn quality sausage, egg, and cheese in this city. Um, a good breakfast sandwich, and his eyes lit up. And he started going like Shark Tank, and he was like, "Dude, how does Dallas not have?" He's from Pennsylvania. He's like, "How does Dallas not have good breakfast sammies? 
This it's it's one of the food meccas of the world and doesn't have good breakfast sammies. And we were naming sandwiches for different neighborhoods and stuff. We started doing the whole spiel. So now our running joke is <laughs> at every time we get lost a little bit, we're like, yo, Brecky Sammies. Yeah. So someone's probably going to steal that. And another, we're just giving away millions of dollars on this show. Uh, in Connecticut, there's the the Heritage Deli and all the spinoffs, you know, and they have the like yeah. it's a dollar forty nine for a breakfast sandwich, really good, fresh made. And the line, I used to love just hearing people's orders because they would just everyone did their own thing. Like, can I yeah. get butter on it? Can I get cream cheese on it? Can I get salsa on it? And there's a mixture of meats and cheeses and everything. What I would do is I I like ham or sausage. I don't like bacon because it's not enough meat. But I go ham, egg, and cheese with hot sauce. And then if I was hungover, I'd put a hash brown inside of it. Yeah, hash brown changed the game for me a lot. Uh, you you find the right hash brown breakfast, Sammy. I mean, that's that's revolutionary. It's really, I might have to go get some a sandwiches. That just d- straight doesn't work though. I haven't eaten yet, and I'm so hungry now. Yeah, dude. Now I'm I'm kind of pissed off. I haven't eaten yet. Now I think I gotta run out. Well, you chose the question. Thanks, Pat. Yeah. Thanks, Pat. It's, Mac, it's something asking. I'm passionate about. All right. What are we watching tonight? The Knicks and Hawks are playing. So we'll watch that. Anything else? I, didn't, I couldn't find anything else. The Rangers are off. Uh, Wednesday night doesn't have any uh, football, no college football. There's uh, there's like one college basketball game. It's not exciting. No foosball. Might just be a TV show day for me. We not are recording day. Talking Yanks tonight. And you have talking huskies out. Yeah, we got new new talking huskies player profile episode drops today. Jalen Adams, the dude at UConn, um, and then we have a huge uh, preseason episode that'll be dropping tomorrow. So if you're in if you're into UConn basketball, I mean we uh we we deep dove. We 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 went we went hard in the MF and paint. Y'all. Yeah. And and if you then you'd be listening to two college basketball podcasts since this is officially a central Connecticut state. Right. University You're basically, podcast. You're set basically up. Basically a college basketball guru. Yeah. If you do that. Well, anyway. Yeah, Nick Nick's Nick's Atlanta tonight, Jim. Big game. Who's Atlanta's star player? Uh they just drafted uh Trey Young. So he's kind of the story there now. But they're they're gonna be bad for a couple years. Nice. All right. Remember Fridays we want to do voicemails. 908-845-5792. It's for talking Yanks and for John Boy and Jake Radio. So call up, say this is for John Boy and Jake Radio. Ask us a question. Tell us a story, comment or whatever. That would be great. And that is the end of the show today, this Wednesday. We'll be back tomorrow on Thursday What's Thursday, Jake? Thursday's uh, drinking Thursday, songs. Thursday. Thursday, Thursday, drinking songs. Wednesday, though, is women. And we got Shakira. So thank you very much for listening. Rate. Subscribe. Review. Tell Jake it sucks. And uh, leave a voicemail. Thanks.